I think it was more of a mental thing than anything. I know it's not a it's not an ability thing. It's a mental game, and I had a really weak mental game this summer. I felt like. This is Season 3 of The Score, the Team Roping Journal's regular podcast, where the team roping world talks. We've told the stories of some of the greatest cowboys, horses, and moments in the sport, and we're so far from done. In 2020, we'll bring you more of what you've come to expect, like interviews with the best cowboys and cowgirls we know, and we'll dive even deeper into subjects you care about. Look for more audio editions of the Team Roping Journal stories you might have missed in print, and learn about the great horses shaping the sport and great challenges facing our industry. All this and more in 2020. I'm Chelsea Schaefer. Hey everyone, welcome to The Score this week. I don't know about you, but I am sure worn out. This season, this year, this pandemic, it has been brutal. As I record this, we're in the middle of all of our pre-NFR coverage, which now includes a whole second sport in breakaway roping for our new website, thebreakawayropingjournal.com. And we're putting together the Ariat World Series of Team Roping finale program so that everyone traveling to the South Point has all of the information they need to plan their trip. Not to mention, I'm packing to head to Texas next week for the American Rope Horse Futurity Association's World Championship. So with that said, I'm really glad that guys like Bretton Hall are up for interviews anytime because that makes throwing this together in the middle of all the rest of the crazy just a little bit easier. Last year, I met Brenton for the first time when I sat down to interview him for the score for season two, and I was blown away by the personality that's packed in this kid. But I really hadn't talked to him too much this year, so when this off-the-cuff phone call came together as an interview for this podcast, I was stoked. Brenton's a riot, and his honesty and earnestness make a great interview. This conversation was just days after he qualified for his second finals, but he hadn't yet really breathed a sigh of relief after sneaking in on the bubble in rodeos last weekend. I hope you guys enjoy this show. Talk at you soon. Before we get started on today's episode, it's brought to you by Equinity. Visit www.teamequinity.com. You can learn all about this amazing product, solid supplement foundation for all your horses, used by Tyler Wade and Patrick Smith. www.teamequinity.com, and we will tell you more about it in the commercial break. I'm good. This is the weirdest thing ever. Is it weird? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> that I'm recording or like just that it's... No, I freaked out a little bit though because it asked me for conference numbers. I'm like, yo, she didn't say this. And then somebody took care of it. I don't know if it's you or what, but yeah, it was nice. Good. Good. Well, I'm glad it worked. Yeah, no, if you just click the phone number, it'll, like, automatically program all that in. So, yeah. it looks like you did it right. Congratulations. Yeah, I nailed it. I nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> well, what are you up to today, Brent? Uh, I got up about 7.30. I went fed, and I went and wrote some steers at Steve Northcott's boy, Nikki Northcott. I went and wrote some steers at Nikki this morning. Did he ride the app for us? Yeah, he rode the app. And uh, he rode the brown horse that his dad rides. Gotcha. I'm a big Nicky Northcott fan, especially now since he has that cool-looking horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> the, app, the app 
that app came from us. You can, did you know that or no? Me and my brother. No. Well, I knew. Yeah. I knew it came from like Travis's cousin or something. I wrote a story yeah. about it a long time oh. ago. So where yeah. do you fit? That horse come from a guy named Cole Mott. He lives around Tulsa. He's just a lower number guy that ropes around there. And my brother, he's not really my brother. It's the kid that helped me at the finals last year, but he's lived with me for five or six years before, I, like when I was in high school. And uh, he bought that horse as a two-year-old. He got him over there, and I said, dude, this is the worst buy of my entire life that I've ever seen, ever. This is the ugliest app. This heel broke, and... Yeah, now he's a $100,000 hill horse. But, yeah, he did. He got yeah. That's awesome. I, yeah, I, I was a big fan of that horse the first time I saw him with Travis, of course. Like, yeah. who wouldn't be? But, yeah. Um, cool, I didn't, I didn't oh, yeah. Okay, good. Well, so are you breathing a sigh of relief right now? Or, like, how do you feel right now? I feel... You know, and I, it feels weird. I told my mom about this, and she told me, and since I felt this way, I should call Matt and talk to him about it because he, he's on the other side of the deal because I didn't feel like I deserved to make the finals because I honestly didn't feel like I finished the year good. Like, I didn't – I really didn't do that good. I just got lucky in place that one time, and it was enough to get me in. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the set, after the first year at the semifinals was a sigh of relief. Mm -hmm. I, knew, I knew I was in. I knew if the math wasn't wrong that I was for sure in. And it was a huge sigh of relief. And were you trusting your own math? Were you trusting Chase's math? Or who was doing the math? Uh, they had actually updated. It was weird. They updated the standings the night after the second round of the tour finale. And then didn't update them until yesterday. After the road yeah, that's was what over. Me off. <laughs> yeah, that's what me off. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird that they did that, but that's how they did it. But they had it updated before the final round of the semifinals and stuff. They had it updated then, so we knew that. And I knew <laughs> that Matt had waved it off at Stephenville and, and had no other chances of getting any money. And when he curled the leg over there, <clears throat> I knew that I was in for sure. So, yeah, it was a, it was a sigh of relief. I mean, I kind of wanted – it was gonna it was Matt's last year. I kind of wanted him to make it. I wanted – you know, there's all three of us. I wanted all of us to make it, but somebody was not going <laughs> to it, was, was it like it. silence amongst you guys or were you talking to each other like as far as you and Sherwood and like Cole uh, I, haven't, I, haven't I haven't talked to Matt since the rodeo since the tour finale uh, mm -hmm. up until then I was going Chad wasn't really I wasn't really hanging around Chad that much but me and Matt went golf together and this went eight did our own did our normal thing i mean me and matt are not tight tight but we're pretty good buddies and we see each other we talk hang out and mm -hmm. uh, we just did our normal deal i yeah i felt that's what i told uh told chad i said it feels really weird right now because i feel like there's three of us that are battling for one spot and i like all you guys and i want us all to make it but one of us ain't that's a sad reality mm-hmm but I, did, no. I felt bad for Sherwood. It was it's Sherwood last year, and I wanted him to make it. And yeah, yeah, I did too. Now, did you feel like this year was harder, easier, or just kind of different than other years? I felt like it was kind of different. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's in a bad way or trying to uh, 
get at any of the stock contractors, but I felt like we roped a really a bunch of really bad steers. Really? Like honestly, was it because like they were like really good? Sorry. Did they like stand around in a feedlot for a long time during COVID? Like, what do you think was the the causation of that? I think I think people just tried to get by. There wasn't a lot of money out there for cattle or for stock contractors. And I think they just kind of tried to get by with what they had. And uh, it really was. Uh, you're used to, I'm used to roping the Northwest steers. And the Northwest steers are always older and they're a little trashier, but they're usually a good chance on every steer. And there were some steers this year. It felt kind of like I was amateur rodeoing again, like the steers were just tough. Mm-hmm. But as yeah, a whole, I didn't feel like the year was harder. I didn't feel like the year was harder. I felt like I made it harder on myself. I felt like the year mm-hmm. was actually pretty easy. Because for me to make the finals and rope as bad as I did, or as bad as I feel like I did, I felt like I felt like this was the worst performance I've had since I left my rookie year. Like my rookie year, I felt like I had it better then than I did this year, and I made the finals. Really? So I think I felt like it surely had to been a little bit easier this year to make the finals than most. What were you doing um, badly? I don't know. I still don't have it figured out. Running rope this morning, I still don't feel. I don't know what it is yet. I'd love to be able to tell you what it is because I'd like to be out of this. It's it's a funk because more than anything, I think what it is because I still know I wrote good. I have to rope good yeah. in the finals. Surely something's in there that makes me rope good. I just got to figure out how to unlock that inner me again and be able to go at them. But I don't know what it is. I think it was more of a mental thing than anything. I know it's not a. It's not an ability thing. It's a mental game. And I had a really weak mental game this summer, I felt like. Really? Uh, yeah. Is but you can't put your finger on it at all? Like, anything that you've been struggling with in particular as far as... Scoring. I struggled mm-hmm. with scoring my bay horse. Scoring time, Mom. I struggled with scoring him. And then... I honestly didn't struggle that bad when I rode the little brown horse. That's why I ended up riding him everywhere at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't struggle that bad on him. I got some pretty good rolls and had some chances to win money on him. So I took him some. And, uh, but on time, I could not get out of the barrier. I could get out of the barrier. I just wasn't getting a good start. Like it, it was getting out of the barrier, but I just didn't have a good throw in the next couple strides. Like I felt like I was fighting it the whole time. Now, is he getting, like, older or more sour or anything like that? Is is he doing I something different? I, yeah. I hate it. I don't want him to be that way, but I think he's getting, I, honestly, sour about it. Like, he's really being an ass. I, mm-hmm. I, I rode him the tournament, and he was the same way. Like, I, I've never whipped that horse, but I've whipped him a few times here lately just because he's such, being such a, just a, a dick, honestly. Mm-hmm. Is he, like... Have you swapped bridles and vetted him? Like, what have you gone oh, through with him to try to get him right? Oh, I've done, I've done everything. I tried to hack him more. I went to a leather tie down. I went back to a hard tie down. I usually ride a leather tie down on him. I shortened his tie down. I let it out. I rode probably ten to twelve different bits on him throughout the year, trying to figure it out. I switched mm-hmm. saddles on him. I didn't. Then I went back to my old saddle because it doesn't seem to be doing any difference. And mm-hmm. I like my old saddle better. And then. uh Tried to score him different, tried to ride him a little different. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, I don't know if he's that sour. I think it's a lot of, I think a lot of it is, is the new horse, the little brown horse scores really, really good. 
and I didn't realize he scored. I didn't realize how good he scored, but I think he scores better than anything I've ever rode. And now that that's <laughs> happening, I'm starting to think that maybe my bay horse doesn't score as good. So I'm fighting him a little bit more. I think I'm just get. I think I might have got used to a easier feel. Yeah. And that little brown horse came from Cody Snow. Yeah. 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 He came from Cody and Jiggy. Now, did what you buy him? Did you buy him because you thought you needed something else because you were already feeling time bomb acting badly, or yeah. did you just buy him? Was, and I bought him. Uh, Driggers texted me, which is not surprising. He was trying to get rid of a horse, not surprising whatsoever. But he texted me, <laughs> and I was the gullible guy this time. I was like, oh, yeah, I would love to spend a lot of money for a horse and let you make money on me. I would love that. Uh, but. I did. I bought him. I was time mom had been kind of hurting, and I was struggling on him. I was actually actually I wasn't struggling on him. He was actually just hurting a little bit, and I quit riding him. I was mm-hmm. it was right after the winter rodeos, and I headed really good on him this winter. And uh, I got him injected. Did a bunch of stuff good. Did, like did a bunch of good things for him. He's never been injected. I got his stifles, his hocks, his SIs, teeth done. Like he is as sound as he's ever been. And he's working worse now than he ever has. So I might need to hurt him again. I don't know. Take a shovel out there and hit his knee or something. Treated him too good. Treated him too good after all those years. Equinity Horse XL and Equinity Ultimate OEC help keep horses' bodies in the best shape possible when competing and going down the road. Equinity Horse XL is made up of 100% pure amino acids specifically formulated to give the body what it needs in order to promote repair at a cellular level. The Equinity Ultimate OEC is a flaxseed-based omega-3 with natural vitamin E and colloidal silver all in one which makes for a very powerful antioxidant, helps to neutralize free radicals, and helps to reduce inflammation. Guys like Tyler Wade and Patrick Smith are using Equinity going up and down the road. Barrel racers are using it like crazy. It's a product used globally, and it is hitting the roping market in a big way. Can't wait for you to learn more at teamequinity.com. I understand. So what is your uh, NFR practice going to look like? You guys aren't completely sure of the setup yet. What are you thinking the plan is right now? I think last year we didn't start practicing until about three weeks before the finals. Mm-hmm. Chase told me, you're going to get burnt out on it. You don't think you will, but you will get burnt out on it, I promise you. And I'm like, all right, well, whatever. I don't think I will. And I did. I got burnt out on it. About two and a half, two to two and a half weeks in, I got burnt out on it. I think uh, I don't think I'm going to stay super serious about it, but probably just take some pretty good cuts. Like, like not cuts, but like take some pretty fast throws in the practice spin, not super fast. And then about two weeks before it's time to go, start getting like real serious about it. Yeah, that'll be good. Start getting real serious and stop worrying about horses and just worrying about learning how to head them right there fast and be good to go. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's honestly, it's gonna be pretty. It should be pretty easy. Yeah. Real, realistically, this year it should be pretty easy. You think? You mean the setup or the yeah, practice I or what do you mean? That. Uh, I think just the whole thing. Being that the barrier is going to be short, it should be short. They're not going to make it long. There's no way they'll make it long because people don't like watching on the NFR. They watch it because they're three and four every time. Yeah. You know, they like watch the fast run. So I don't think they'll make it short at all. And then yeah. uh, I think with no left wall there, it's just going to be really easy to get it on fast and do stuff like that. 
Yeah. So have you been getting to practice then at your own place or have you been, do you, I, I knew you were building a place or getting your place ready. Oh my God. You have no idea how much crap I've been doing to that place. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I don't team rope anymore. I just feel like I work. Uh, yeah. but no, I've been taking down that arena. I, I fixed it where I could rope in it this spring. I got it where I could rope in it. And then mm-hmm. now that I've got it that way, I I am really picky. I cannot stand looking at wire fence. I love pipe fence. Are you doing it yourself? Yeah, I will. You will? Gotcha. And pipe's real easy to get down there, right? Yeah, oh yeah. It's honestly, okay, so like, I was going to pipe it, like pipe pipe, like just build an actual fence myself, solid pipe. And uh, that works perfect. And... It just is going to take too long, so I'm actually just going to buy those. They're continuous panels that just go together, sure. and you just weld, weld them to the post. Yep, absolutely. It's going to save me so much time, which this isn't my forever home, so I'm not worried about making a super nice stance. I just don't. I'm tired of the wire and T-post. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, so I'm going to load that up. I just learned how to weld until this screen, but now I love it. I would almost rather you do the team rope. Well, my husband owns a fencing company, and we always need welders. So if this team roping can stop working out at some point, you can come oh. and stay in Colorado. Hey, that's well, I'm telling you, they make money. Those good welders make good money. They do. They do. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a good gig. We, yeah. There's a lot of fence. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well... I told you I needed you for five minutes, but I've had you for 21 minutes and 32 seconds at this point. So and we haven't discussed, I don't think, the interview yet. <laughs> I know, we've just kind of been BSing, but I'm really glad that, that you are not sick of me yet. Can, can I ask you a few more questions before we go? Yeah, you can actually ask me some questions. We got, I got to talk, I got to rambling about stuff. You get me rambling about a place, I can start rambling about that. I don't talk about much about anything else, but yeah. Ask me some real questions before I get to rambling again. Well, what was the highlight of the year, Brenton? What was the the best thing that happened to you guys this year? Uh, that's a tough one. Because if you ask me, it was probably Gooding, Idaho. Winning Gooding. Yeah. Put us back yeah. in the top 15. And because before Gooding, I hadn't headed very good at all. And when I roped at Gooding, I was like, man, we got a chance. We're still we are still mm-hmm. alive. Like, it's great, but we are still alive. We have a chance. Mm-hmm. And Chase tells me that his, his highlight is the Deadwood and Spanish Fork Week because we went second in the average at both those places and placed in the rounds, like, and won 10 grand that week. We only had a huge week. And uh, he says that's the highlight. But I, I think Gooding was the highlight because that was just, like, we needed that. Now, speaking of money, how much have you done your book work for the year? Like, did it cost you more to road this year than you won as far as how much travel was involved and crazy? So last year when I got done, and you can't quote me on this because I'm not 100% because my math work, not my math, my math's fine. But what I write down sometimes, if I forget the entry fees, I just guess. Like if I had been through three days. Not 100%. Last year, I was pretty certain that when I went to the finals, between jackpots, rodeos, fees, and diesel, I was dead even. And I'd won 80000 
mm-hmm. like steady. And we went to the finals. So everything I wanted finals was my overhead was clear ahead. And this year, I did a really bad job of keeping the books. And I'm not even going to try to look at it because I know when I look at it, I'm going to be really devastated at how bad it is. Because mm-hmm. I know it costs. And I know it costs us at least as much as it normally does, which puts me about twenty or thirty thousand in the hole. And on top of that, it was way more traveling. Way more flying. I flew a lot this year, I felt like. Yeah. And you bought a good horse. Yeah, I mean, I bought a good horse and all that stuff. It cost me a lot. It was an expensive year. Yeah. So, as far as the money at the finals, though, I mean, you've got to be pretty thankful that there is going to be some money at the finals. Um, Yeah. Do Do you know what it is or no? Yeah, there's, I mean, it'll pay $6 million, so instead of $10 million, but yeah. I forget what that breaks down to, but we've got a story up on our website about it that has sure. the whole breakdown, but then they're going to give the world title based on points instead of money, so, like, if you win the first round, or, you know, if you win a round, you get 26000 and so however many points, like, it would be money that yeah. would have been in Vegas. So it'll change. I mean, the world standings race will be the same essentially as it was in Vegas, but, but yeah. the money will be less. So okay, so they're gonna yeah. they're gonna write down in the standings. It's gonna look like we're getting paid twenty six and whatnot, but we won't. Yeah. I actually pay out will be different. That's fine. It'll probably and pay then, twenty something around then, close to twenty. I'm so bad at math. For me to guess, I would have to look at our website. But yeah, it's something like that. It, it's twenty because if it went from ten to six, we're not cutting it in half. So mm-hmm. We're close. Yeah, they probably still want to make the first place pay up close to twenty, and then just break down the second to six a little lower. That'd be good. I'm so yeah. No, I'm so thankful. Because they mm-hmm. haven't. We didn't. We lost everybody. I feel so bad for the people that didn't make the finals this year because this yeah. was such a heartbreaking year. It cost so much money to go. There was no money to be made, really. And mm-hmm. then once you get to the, if you don't make the finals, like the finals is not paying as good as it used to, but it still pays enough to make it worth your while. Yeah. And, uh, I just, yeah, those guys yeah. that didn't make it, it's going to be a hard year on them to come back next year. Yeah, for sure. Especially like for people that might not go again next year, it's like they're starting retirement in full. Like that's yeah. pretty terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It, it will absolutely be interesting. I will let you get to your let you get to getting on your day. Thank you so much for your time this morning. You bet. You bet, Joe. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Again, this show was brought to you by Team Equinity, www.teamequinity.com. That's their products are Equinity Horse XL and Equinity Ultimate OEC. Find more about them at teamequinity.com.